0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the internet. Projections are there, they've been updated with the Dame trade, you can go check them out, and it's free. Hashtag basketball.com. I am your host, Mike Catrin, and joining me for one of the, the most heralded, uh, acclaimed, award-winning segments in fantasy basketball podcast history is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler?
1: Michael, another fine day, another fine year, I suppose.
0: It is a year, it is a day. And on a year and a day, every year, and not every day, that wouldn't make any sense, but every year, we like to go over to Yahoo.com who for you know for better or worse does seem to have like the best ADP like the best kind of outlook into what people are doing when they are drafting and we like to ask the question tyler we ask every year who do i draft that is the number one question everybody's asking is on the tip of everyone's tongue who do i draft If you are new to the Watching the Boxes podcast, welcome. We love you. We appreciate you listening. If you've been a long-time listener, you're, I'm sure, excited for the return of Who Do I Draft. But if you are new here, this is what we do every single year. We go through the first round, and we pretend that we're in a 12-team, 9-category, head-to-head redraft league based on Yahoo's ADP, and we draft a team wrapped around... The players in the first round, based on where we think they are, well, where we would like them to go. We go through the first, you know, five to six rounds, building a team. Tyler, we do not punt. We've we've canceled sleepers this year. We've canceled rankings many years ago. We do the tiers. We do the, the plateaus, which is a great episode if you haven't heard it. And we also cancel punting. We canceled that a long time ago, too. We don't like to punt any categories. Tyler, you don't punt in any categories. I
1: have not punted a category in a long time.
0: That's right. Tyler's incredibly successful in his leagues. Um, punting is a, um, a four letter word here at the Watching the Boxes podcast because what we like to do is take the best players available in your first couple rounds, maybe even three rounds, and then based on how that kind of um, pans out in your draft or in the average yahoo draft in this case we start to build a team around our strengths and weaknesses we might ignore a category but we don't outright punt on a category right we're not going to come into the first round and go who are all the players who don't shoot threes i'm gonna go draft them doesn't make any sense because you could still do very well if you're ignoring a category and you look down you're like hey i'm in the middle of the road I'm in the middle of the road with free throws while all these, you know, three other dudes tried to all three of them tried to punt free throws and now they're all dead last in th- uh, in free throws and I'm not. Great. That's a that's a category against three dudes and that's like an advantage in your league. So that's why we do not punt here. At watching the boxes. Um that's a huge preamble, Tyler, are you ready to draft? Let's get to the amble, I guess. Yes. The amble is always the best part we are drafting um number one overall it's not a it's not a question it's not an argument it's Jokic right Uh, it's it's Jokic on ADP it's Jokic in my heart Tyler I'm not going to speak for you is is Jokic in your heart as well yeah I guess Jokic in everyone's heart you just told me it was well it, it, it downright should be because if you are thinking about drafting anyone else other than Jokic, like. I don't know. Like I, I just I don't know what to make of that. You know, like I don't know what to do with you. But that means if you are drafting Jokic in the first round, a lot of quality players are going to come off the board with the next what twenty-four picks or so. Um, I'm not very great at math, but I'm going to do my best to figure it out. With the twenty-fourth and twenty-fifth pick, we're going to build a team around Jokic. Now Tyler, like I said this is how we do it every year. We got to go with Yahoo's um we got to go with Yahoo's rankings, right? We there might be players in everybody else's draft who are available at this time, but um based on Yahoo, based on their ADP's that they have listed here, here are the players who are available at 2425. James Harden, LeBron James, Lowry Markadon, Jimmy Butler, Carl Anthony Towns, Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, Paul George, um, DeJounte Murray, Bouyevich, Bam. The, obviously, the list will go on here. But you're still, in my opinion, firmly in the tiered space. You could definitely get... a uh, a top you know one of the one of the tiered players uh there's plenty of them left obviously you're going to get two is there anyone who stands out here i I know there's one player who i uh, said whose name i said incredibly distinctively who i'm looking at but tyler who's sticking out to you
1: uh well if you're looking strictly at hashtag basketball's rankings like james harden's got to stick out because i mean he's ranked 11th in hashtags rankings he's adp of 24 and a half like now, there's obviously some uncertainty in the situation there, right? Like, he wants to trade, whatever, but, like, you're talking elite assists, you're talking good steals, good rebounds, good points, elite free throw, um, good threes. Like, that's a guy who I think has to be under consideration um, for sure. I, I feel like in this space, there's a lot of guys where it's like, mm, I don't know. Like, a lot. again, we talked about this a lot. Like, they're not guys you feel great about. And so you want to take whatever you know, two players you actually do feel good about.
0: Yes, and I, I've i kind of been recommending to people, right, that um, they potentially, if they're going to take a risk, because we've talked about this at the end of the first round, beginning of the second round, and now here at the end of the second round, into the third round, there's all these players who have risk. If you're gonna take a high risk, high reward player and you're on one of the turns, which obviously if you're picking one, you're right on the turn, uh, the other turn, I guess. Take a risk, then go with someone who is safe. Don't blow your uh, entire draft by taking two injury prone dudes in a row to back up Jokic. They both get hurt, and now you got Jokic and a bunch of plateau players. And you're not competing. Somehow you're not competing for a title. You're probably still in the playoffs with Jokic, by the way. But you're not competing for a title, and you got you had the first pick. What are you doing? You got to be competing for a title with Jokic on your team. That's my advice, personally. But go with your gut. Go with your heart. What player do you feel good about playing more than
1: sixty-five games in this stretch?
0: In this space, maybe Pascal Siakam.
1: That's probably it, right? Maybe Laurie Markkinen, but even still, like he's probably going to play like sixty-five games. Like every guy right here is like, this is a sixty-five game player, and you got to hope that just like this isn't the year where they have the big injury, right? Um, here's a, a strange thing that I actually probably would do. I'm probably going to go guard, and then I might go for another like big man. The thought process being like, Jokic is elite rebounds, right? He's also elite assists, good steals. Yes. If if you can get a get some blocks, great. If not, who cares? I think you want points here. You want scores, and you want to build your rebounds and build your assists. Right? Because if you can do both those things, like you may be running away with like three categories already.
0: Hundred percent. I do not consider Jokic a center. I mean, he is. He's. I mean, he plays center. Sure, fine. But what he does on the court is, you know. There's only certain players who have ever done, LeBron James being one of them, um, who who kind of transcend a position. And he's he plays center, but he's not, right? You're set up so well in this particular space, um, three-pointers being the one thing you don't have, um, but it's a center who's still shooting a three a game. So right right away, like I said, do not punt. Well, I like is... the idea of going for for points. I like the idea of maybe even leaning towards threes, and then grabbing that kind of like that versatility that that uh, like you're saying a big and a guard to round out Jokic into already like basically people are going to have to have elite teams to beat you in points, rebounds, assists.
1: Well, that's one reason why I don't think I like Butler here. Right, I like Butler at, like as for just drafting like oh who's the best player. Butler's fine, but he's only going to get you half a three a game. And I think here you want somebody who's going to going to shoot threes because that's your kind of one-week maybe category, right? If you go with, like, a LeBron-Towns combo, you're pretty much set up to win points, rebounds, and assists, like, every week. You're back in there in steals, and you have a big guy that shoots a lot of threes. And you're pretty darn elite in the percentages.
0: Absolutely. And I I think a lot of people are going to and will continue to overlook LeBron. And at this point, I don't know why people are... They're overlooking LeBron, right? But, like, people have been overlooking LeBron for about three or four years now. One year it's going to happen. Is it this year? I don't know. But I'd rather LeBron... I'd rather uh, swing and miss on LeBron uh, at 25 uh, than, like have LeBron be someone I could have had him on my team with Jokic doing very similar things, just doubling up on a on an like a triple double esque player and just and not have taken him because I thought this was the year that LeBron who lives in a cryogenic chamber was gonna fall off the face of the earth. No. Um I I think that's a good one. Towns might be the other one I would pick for a big
1: that's what I said was Towns. I said LeBron oh, and Towns. Oh, I thought Towns. you said LeBron. You
0: Jesus Christ. I said LeBron and I Towns. You T- weren't listening. Oh, you went LeBron and Towns. Well, I was thinking of both of them as bigs, but I guess you're right. I have to use the same logic I just used with Jokic on LeBron. LeBron, also not a big. He's kind of a transcendent player across positions. So, shit, I well, guess it, I agreed with you without he, knowing that I was agreeing with you.
1: Here's the other thing that I think it must right? It lets you take your team in any direction that you want. You want to go back and be like, oh, I need some blocks and steals. I'm going to go for those in the next couple rounds. Great. If you want to double down on those rebounds, assists, and points, great. Like, you can go anywhere. You've got a team that's versatile. It's already really good in a lot of categories. It's still pretty darn good in the other categories. Like, this is a team I think that you can kind of go anywhere after that. You know, at that next turn where a lot of guys are going to go off the board and a lot of guys you want, right? Like, this is the bad part about picking first is like you sit there and go like, oh wow, man, it'd be great if this person fell. Oh, he got picked. Oh, it'd be they great if this person fell. Oh, he, uh, he got picked. Oh, you know what I mean? And like you just keep having that moment of like, oh yeah, oh no, oh yeah, oh no.
0: I I almost suggest people when they have the first pick is to hit the first pick, uh, go get a drink, come back, cause uh, all the guys that you have in your queue are going to be gone. So prepare, just prepare for that. Prepare for them to all be gone. Um, if something different happens with Harden and we are more confident in his playing time, I think I would take Harden over LeBron. Uh, like you were saying, he's 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 ranked pretty well per game average. But until we know what's actually happening there, I, I definitely want to stay away from him in my second and third round. Uh, maybe late in the middle to late third round, you kind of have to like take the the bait and hope he plays um
1: well the nice thing about getting hardened here right and, and i'm totally agreeing with you like if he doesn't show up to camp then he's dropping way down my board but if he shows up at camp and he's committed to at least trying is anyone touching you in assists if you have harden and
0: yokich and no
1: no. So you've basically got that category one. You need some guys that are going to get you, like, four, 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 four. Like, that's all you're shooting for. You don't even need, like, another six guy. You literally have two guys that are probably going to get ten each. So you're going to get 20 every game with those two. Um, So I think that's just the advantage of picking him, and, like, he's going to have good steals. He's going to have good blocks for a point guard, Um, good rebounds. He's going to score, shoot threes. Like, so he's obviously got some advantage, and he's just a great tandem player with Jokic. Um, but yeah, we gotta know if you're gonna play because if you're not gonna play at all, I don't want anybody who's not gonna play.
0: So until we know if Harden's gonna play, we got Jokic, we got LeBron, and we got Cat. Uh, somehow we have no actual guards yet. We're winning in assists. Um, our steals are, you know, pretty good. Right, like uh, not, not terrible, not not great. Our blocks are not not very good. I would say. So that might be a, a category we're going to ignore. Our threes are actually kind of fine since we don't really have any guards, but they're still low. Um, our percentages are very good, if not uh, the field goal percentage, fantastic. Our points are fantastic. Our rebounds are fantastic. So I'll we... push
1: back on you in this in this sense. I think sure. we're we're not the worst in blocks. I would say there's probably three teams worse than us, because like look at a lot of these guys sure. up here. Trey Young ain't going to get any. He's going to block five shots in the season, right? Donovan Mitchell ain't going to block any. You know, we got lots of guys, like, averaging .4, .3, .2. Like, we have three guys that are going to get .7
0: to .8. I mean, that's fair. At this stage, we're not last in blocks. Um, I do think, though, right, we don't want to – we need to improve our blocks, because I, I think even those lower teams, they're going to now go out. They have two guards, right? They're going to go out and find the block guys later in the draft. We got all, you know, forwards and centers, right? We're going to go get some guards next, I, I would imagine. And they're not going to have very good blocks. And then that's going to bring our average a little bit down. Yeah.
1: But I guess my point is like, I think we are in position there if we want to strengthen that like we you know want to get someone who's going to get you know a block and a half two blocks i think we're kind of right back in the thick of that i
0: I don't disagree with you we are not out of blocks at all um our next picks are at 48 and 49 once again go get a drink of water a lot of the guys you had on your queue you know what i say this now a lot of guys are not going to be there at 48 or 49 but this is where things get really interesting A lot of the mock drafts that I've done, 48 and 49 is a really nice place to pick because lo and behold, there's going to be a bunch of people who take a reach in this in this space. And I don't recommend people doing that yet. Wait till you get to the plateau region to take that reach. 48 and 49 is the beginning of the of that plateau region. But other people will have taken a a reach before that, and so some of these tiered guys are gonna you know might drop to you in this space, and therefore you you're now gonna get another couple guys who are excellent, um sitting here in your queue. Kate Cunningham might still be there. Drew Holiday, uh, Darius Garland, all all those guys, right? They got like forty three ADPs. Evan Mobley's got a forty three ADP. Cunningham is at 40. They could fall to you at 48, 49. We got to play by the rules, Tyler. Here is who is available at 48 and 49 according to Yahoo ADPs. Marta Rosen. OG Ananobi. Nick Claxton. Brandon Ingram. Jordan Poole. Zach Levine. Still out there. DeAndre Aiden. Scotty Barnes. Julius Randle. Tyrese Maxey. Jared Allen, Paulo Banchero, Josh Giddy. Tyler, I'm, I am going to put my hat in here and say I think Zach Levine is kind of a no-brainer here. It's crazy. We already are set in assists, and Zach Levine is going to show up with very good, if not great, percentages, which will just boost our percentages, great points, and the threes that we're looking for. I think Levine
1: is, is kind of a no brainer. And, you know, I think we're also in a position too where like we can go with the next best player available too. You know what I mean? Like who's who do we think is also like just the best guy that we can get? Um with Levine to kind of, you know, just build the team out however we want, in whichever way we want. Uh, which is nice. And I don't think I don't think we want someone like Jordan Poole just because like there's gonna be points, but he's gonna kill that. F- Field goal percentage, probably. Like, I, I, think we want to kind of focus on being good in those percentages because we are really good in both percentages.
0: Yeah, if we're if we're getting if we're taking Zach Levine here, I don't want to completely just negate it with my next pick, right? We um, because... this is a
1: great spot to pick someone like Aiton, I think, because Aiton yeah. is another guy who's going to do like good percentages, right? And it'll say he stays here, right? I mean, obviously after the trade, maybe he goes up enough where he's not here but like this would be a decent spot to pick someone like Aiden and just be like oh, okay we're gonna get like a block hopefully maybe we get 1.2 maybe we get 1.5 we're gonna get elite rebounds we're gonna get like 19 points we're gonna get good percentages we're gonna be really good in those stats and like I think if we get someone like another center here we don't have to pick a center the rest of the time if we don't want
0: yeah, it's like of... complete you've completely locked down that position and you've also kind of like hurt other people who were kind of looking for a big in this space um, I kind of, kind of like, I kind of like that. The other person I would maybe lean towards here, and I'll, I'll let you make the final decision, is um, OG and Anobi, right? If we have Jokic, LeBron, Cat, Levine, right, we got some incredibly high-scoring, fantastic players. OG and Anobi, not like, obviously not the greatest um, points guy. Does everything else very nicely? Um, Raptors. We we don't know what's going on with, uh, with the Raptors, right? But um, I think potentially. I mean, I I, I don't want to. I don't know. I I, I don't want to like besmirch OG Ananobi's uh, good name, and I do think. Here at forty-eight, you at forty-nine, you are kind of taking a, a little bit of a reach down, even though this is a plateau region to get OG and Ananobi. But like over a half a block a game, one point six steals, couple threes, still these de- very good percentages. Does everything else just fine. Um, kind of boring, but consistently like quality, and the steals are elite.
1: Yeah, and I guess that's a playwright for the Elite Steals more than anything, but I don't know, like, do do we need that? Like, can't we just go for someone, like, hmm, let me see who's out here that's just gonna get me, like, some good Steals, but, you know, maybe give me a little bit more in some other places, like, ah, man, like, I, I don't know, this is kind of a crazy one, but, like, we could go for someone like the Rosen, who's probably gonna get you, like, a Steal a Game at least, right? And he's gonna get you those elite points. Gonna get you rebounds. Gonna get you assists. Gonna be good in percentages, right? Like, and now it's weird to pick two bowls, like right here. But at the same time, like, you're getting, you're building on the categories you're good at, and you're also, like, say you 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 ignore maybe steals and blocks. You might be able be able to win the other categories by far.
0: You might be able to win every other category. <laughs>
1: Yeah, every week. So you went it 6-2 every week. It's a bold strategy. I mean, it's it's maybe not for, like, an novice player, but at the same time, like if you know what you're doing, you can kind of d- clean up in those other categories um, by picking someone like DeRozan. So that's another name I would probably think about.
0: Yeah, I kind of like... I, I do think DeRozan is actually, like, a tiered player. I think Le- uh, Le- Zach Levine is a, is a tiered player as well, and getting both of them here, which you can um is a good move um either either way I think may, maybe I'm what I'm worried about is that there's not a lot of good forwards left but I don't I don't need a forward
1: well we have LeBron and if we pick the Rosen we have the Rosen so I don't know why we need a forward like we don't need a forward Zach Levine probably plays one forward in, in pretty much every yeah. league too so
0: could probably slot we him in forward. yeah all right you want to go DeAndre Ayton or do you want to go de Rosen uh, let's go with the Rosen I think we got plenty of
1: rebounds and now we got more elite points right we got they got the steal up a little bit right um and also, I mean like the blocks I don't I don't know that we need them we don't I don't think I, I don't know that I care maybe I do maybe I don't
0: Yeah, even with the Rosens you know not not shooting threes right um we're winning I'm just gonna say we're gonna win field goals we're gonna win free throws we're gonna win points for sure um I don't but frankly, we're not doing too bad. In, we're probably in the middle of the pack with threes. Um, we're winning assists, we're winning rebounds. Straight up. Like we're, we're at least top two, top three in rebounds. Steals in the blocks, we're ignoring. Um, which is hard to do, but either one of those is like, holy shit, you're the worst. Re- you have the worst steals and you have the worst blocks. You're going to be in the bottom third, sure. But it's not because we're not directly punting those things it's not going to be last place in those categories so the occasion and those and those two categories if you think about it tyler those are the easiest categories to catch up if you're good at streaming and you're good at playing the waiver wire which you should be if you're playing head-to-head those would be the easiest, most, like, kind of... They, they have the weird weirdest variants from week to week, right? So you could get lucky, win some some of those some uh, weeks, or you could be good at streaming, and, like, anyone who's in the bottom half, you have a chance to beat them. For sure. So we got Rosen, Zach Levine, Cat Daddy, LeBron James, Jokic. Pretty crazy. We're going all the way down to 72, 73. Who do we got available? You know what? I'm going to be a little bit more generous here because it's a little bit further down in the uh, rankings. There's a couple 71s out there that I'm going to allow you to draft Tyler. We have Derek White, Evan Vassell, Clint Capella, Tyler Hero, John Morant, Jeremy Grant, Buddy Heal, Jalen Green, Michael Porter, Simmons, Clay Thompson. Total, Tyus Jones, Chris Middleton is still going at 84. Should we just pencil in Chris Middleton as our last pick in every one of these?
1: Uh, Probably.
0: We're taking Middleton probably in every single one of these. Just reading through that list, right? I like some of those players, but Chris Middleton is the only one who has top 50 upside.
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: So I'm just gonna I'm gonna pencil in Chris Middleton here at 73. Let's just say we're taking him with our 73rd pick. So who are we taking at 72? We we could use another guard here. Um we could get kind of weird with Clay Thompson. That's points, that's threes. We could go for maybe upside with uh, Anthony uh, Simmons. Simons? I always forget which one it is.
1: Yeah, I mean we could go anywhere, and that's that's what I like about this build. Um, we could even go for someone like Jeremy Grant, right? Like a steal and a blocker game, good points, good percentages, good threes, like someone like that is definitely interesting, I think. Um, if you want
0: to like lean into um, here's, the,
1: here's the other thing like you could assists.
0: do. Assists, there's a couple like there's John Moran out there, even though I don't really recommend taking John Moran here. Um, or Tyus Jones.
1: Here's the other thing you could do. You could reach down for a center. If you want to get back in blocks, you could reach down for someone like, you know, Daniel Gafford or Robert Williams, Mark Williams, and get like a block and a half a game.
0: Yeah. Or, I mean, we're in that plateau region and we're, set, we're, we're right at the end of the first plateau, near the uh, top of that second plateau. Would it be the craziest thing to reach down and go get Markel Foltz?
1: No, I think you just go with someone you believe in here, right? Like someone that you're going, like, all right, this guy's going to be good. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Um, Yeah, pick your horse here, whoever you want.
0: Well, Tyler, you got to pick one horse. Who are you picking?
1: Uh, Personally, if I'm picking, right, obviously other than Middleton, I think I would probably go for Jeremy Grant, just like I like his across-the-board numbers, and I think he's going to be kind of good everywhere. And I think that just, again, it gives us another opportunity to go for a specialist at the end if that's what we
0: want to do. Do you like Devin Vassell in this spot? A lot. Of, I think there's a lot, of, like there's a lot of hype around Devin Vassell this season. I feel um, his current ADP is seventy one point seven. Is, Devin Vassell was um, super
1: good last year until he got hurt. The question is, yeah. how much is that knee injury going to affect him? And I mentioned this to you. I think. Uh, Maybe it was off the air where, like, I was saying, like, you know, they were just calling it knee soreness, knee soreness, knee soreness, and then he was out for a while and had a surgery. So that always scares me a little bit, like, just the vagueness of it all. But uh, good shooter. You know, was averaging 18.5 points, you know, nearly four rebounds, three and a half assists, 1.1 steals in 31 minutes last year, only played 38 games. Like, I don't love him in this spot, but at the same time, like, he's a guy with upside if you're looking for upside. I don't think this team needs a lot of upside. I think we can just go with someone pretty safe and, and feel good yeah. about it. But like if you're a team that needs upside, maybe you got some risky guys, maybe you got some something like I feel like Vassal could be a guy who takes a leap, especially with Wemby there, you know, drawing some defense away.
0: Absolutely. I think this is like a pick your poison situation, which is like exactly what you're gonna get if you start your draft building around the best players available and in, in leaning into the strengths of Jokic, right? We went LeBron cat second and third round we went levine and DeRozan in the uh fourth and fifth round crate we got crazy points if you wanted to lean further into points because you're a, a lunatic tyler heroes down here at 72 uh, um devin Vassell, jeremy grant if you wanted to go a completely different direction daniel gafford's available jacob is available uh, you could go michael porter jr here uh, I wouldn't recommend that one, but uh, you can you could do that. And Chris Middleton's still down here, which doesn't make any sense. We don't know why Chris Middleton's down um, down here in the 80, in the eighties. Not even we're we're picking seventy two and seventy three right now, and Chris Middleton's ADP is down at eighty four. And quite frankly, with the Dame trade, I think people are going to be even further out on Chris Middleton. Uh, I think they're going to drop him down even lower than 84 in the ADP. So I think you could even wait. For, you, you might be able to get, um, if you pick Jokic, you might be able to get Chris Middleton um, with your like eighth round pick, which would be pretty crazy on the 8-9 eight, eight, turn. So um, I think this is a, like, it's kind of easy to say you can't fuck up picking Jokic number one overall. Um, it's, it's going to be hard to do it, but if you don't, if you don't lean into Jokic or you start punting free throws or blocks or whatever you want to, if you start punting right away, you can, you can fuck that up. But I like this team, Tyler. It's a very good team. And I think
1: Jokic just gives you the ability to go in a lot of different directions, which is the nicest thing about having the number one pick is you you gotta wait a while but at the same time you can kind of go anywhere with any picks in in kind of any spot and it gives you the ability to just kind of get the guys that you want and you like and you want to root for which is what
0: fantasy is all about yeah allegedly we say this every time you're supposed to be having some fun while you're playing so have fun enjoy yourself hopefully um you get the number one overall pick and you get Jokic on your team and you build yourself a very successful team. We'd like to hear what team you're gonna build around Jokic. Hit us up on Twitter. You can find me at WatchTheBoxes. Tyler, where can people find you? You can find me at Tyler P. Watts. Follow Tyler P. Watts if you haven't already. We will be back with more of Who Do I Draft with the rest of the first round? We'll see you next time.